What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 121 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a couple tales that take place at Taco Bells on Christmas, hence the name Jingle Taco Bells. It's going to be fantastic. Hopefully you are all geared up for Christmas. Tis the season. Gotta love these seasonal episodes, eh? great if you're unwrapping them fresh within a couple of days of it coming out. This one on Christmas Eve of 2023. Not so great if you're listening on a hot summer's day in July of 2026. If you're one of those July 2026ers, shout out to you. What's the future like? Am I a big star yet? Only time will tell, I guess. And I'm not going to focus on that side of things anymore. I know I've been complaining about it a lot. Do I wish I was more popular? Hell yes. Do I feel I deserve to be more popular in this true crime landscape in comparison to some of the trash out there in podcast land? Hell yeah, as well. But again, I kind of lost myself for a bit, was too caught up in the stats. I just got back from a vacation in the Dominican. That's why this episode's a little late. And those breaks always make me realize how much I love doing this. I do some soul searching. And I'm just going to get back to basics, enjoy myself, be goofy, keep it simple, and let the chips fall where they may. It would be amazing to be listened to by millions, be known as lovable Leroy when the cameras are on, then behind the scenes be an absolute piece of shit, a monster of a diva, a sassy bitch threatening my employees, ruling with an iron fist. But unfortunately, that may not be in the cards for me, which is a shame because I'd make one hell of a diva. (laughs) Uh, My apologies if there is a lot of background noise here. The kids are on vacation and I told them to keep it down while daddy's recording. And they said no. They still don't realize what a big shot I am, but hey, that's fine. I can't say I blame them. Anywho, let's get a couple jokes in and move on with the show, shall we? What do you call a teacher who ate too much Taco Bell? A tutor. (laughs) Seriously, though. In these tough times, Taco Bell is providing more value than ever. Where else can you get gas for $1.19? All right, everybody. Hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with a couple tales of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home by two o'clock. Toot farty at the latest.
episode number 121, Jingle Taco Bells. Ah, Taco Bell. My taste buds love it, but my body rejects it. Still, I find myself running for the border a few times a year to rent some items off their delicious menu. Live and don't learn. That's my motto. One thing I gotta say, though, is I've never experienced any type of illegal activity on my many trips to Taco Bell over the years. So that's a plus. Not a theft, not an assault, nothing. Although, now that I think about it, I suppose my colon has taken a beating. Yay! Our first story, and our second story actually, both take place at Taco Bell's and both involve Christmas parties. I actually heard some advice on the radio the other day, which was, when attending company Christmas parties, it's polite to make an appearance, but you should just limit yourself to one drink and plan to make an early exit. And while that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun, I'd say it's some pretty darn good advice. Especially if this is a career, a job you take seriously and want to advance in. It's not worth getting wasted and soiling your reputation and your underwear, ruining future opportunities within the company. That being said, we are dealing with Taco Bell employees, and this advice apparently doesn't apply. Let's travel to Hillsdale, which is a small town in Michigan with a population of just 8,036 people, according to the 2020 census. Let's get right into the scene of the crime. It's a Taco Bell on 3011 West Carlton Road. This location receives a 2.9 star average from 741 Google reviews. Yikes. This should be good. Let's hear what the people have to say about this joint. Five years ago, Eric gave this two star. Employees would pick at their faces and use the same gloves to serve you. Ew. Bathrooms were dirty and the light went out twice while I was washing my hands. The food was good, but not after seeing what I seen. A small group was in... And instead of saying the name when the food was ready, they said, order up. Like, whose order was up? They asked my name and then said order up, which it wasn't even on the counter for anyone to take. Sat behind the counter for 10 minutes before I asked about it. Okay, Eric. Yeah, that sounds like a strange visit. The face picking and the light flickering. But the food thing. They sound pretty incompetent, but that's also on you to say something there, bud. Next we have Gabe. He gave this one star. The restaurant was not maintained. Urine all over the toilet, and the bathroom needed urgent cleaning. Lobby needed to be swept too. Food on the tables. Told management they didn't do anything about it. I was there for 15 minutes. Gross. Okay. Hey, it's not all bad though. Kay Weaver gave a five star nine months ago. Their iced Cinnabon Delight coffee is a perfect blend of coffee, sweet, and creamy. So good. Barf. That sounds nasty. I'd try it, though. Anywho, it's Christmas Eve, December 24th of 2019, and the employees of this Taco Bell establishment are partying it up. And one of these partiers blowing off some steam is Dakota James Jablonski. He's got three names, folks, so you know he's trouble. But let's get into Dakota's background for a minute so we can kind of figure out what makes him tick before the shit hits the fan. Dakota didn't have it easy, even from an early age as he grew up in the foster care system. This was a source of a lot of anger and frustration in his life, leading him to make some poor decisions. He dropped out of high school after the 10th grade and started getting into some minor trouble with the law. 
He was charged with possession of marijuana in 2014, and in 2016, he served five days in jail for destruction of property and entry without permission charges. Shortly after that, he knocked up his girlfriend not once but twice. She pumped out a couple kids, and then they had issues and split up. And it was just a mess after that, as he was trying to spend time with his kids, but that was proving to be tough for the young man, as his name was only on one of the children's birth certificates. Add that to the fact that his grandpa, who was one of his only family members that he had kept in touch with, passed away. That led to a lot of drugs and drinking, and we all know that while the liquor can be a nice escape, the solution to our problems is rarely found at the bottom of an empty bottle. Yep, so Dakota is pretty effed up. But one thing that keeps him somewhat stable is his job at the Taco Bell. He's been there a while now, and at 23 years of age, he has even worked his way up to a supervisory role. Which sounds great, but I know these management-type positions at fast food places usually just come with like a 50 cent an hour pay increase and a bunch of extra responsibilities. And some of these extra responsibilities can be annoying, especially when you're trying to get your drink on. And that's what happens here. I don't know where this Christmas party was being held, probably some banquet hall or something. But our boy is asked to leave the party early to go clean up the restaurant. Aw man, that's totally bogus. Dakota is not very happy about this, obviously. But he goes, and that is very mature and responsible of him. He's showing some real growth here. Oh, but wait a minute. He's not cleaning up. In fact, he's doing the exact opposite. Uh Uh-oh. Dakota is absolutely trashing the place. Even at one point throwing a chair through the front window of the establishment. This is the action that sparks a call to police from concerned citizens when they hear the commotion. It is said that Dakota also caused a lot of interior damage to the restaurant, but unfortunately I never got details on what that was. He could have tipped over the deep fryers, clogged the toilets, pissed in the fountain drink stations. Who knows? Police come in thinking that this was the work of a trespasser at first, a thief, but are shocked and amused when they realize this was the work of a disgruntled employee. Dakota is taken into custody without further incident, and in his mugshot, our boy has some bloodshot eyes. He's tired, and he looks like he's about to smile and cry at the same time, which is kind of weird. The main takeaway from his mugshot, though, is his receding hairline. Damn, that dude does not have a forehead. It's a five head, and one of the most impressive five heads I've ever seen. Dakota is charged with malicious destruction of property over $1,000 and disorderly conduct for his actions that night. Those are pretty serious charges. Luckily, he's given a bit of a break and reaches a deal where he pleads guilty to a lesser charge of attempted malicious destruction of property over $1,000. When Judge Michael Smith asked Dakota why he did what he did, Dakota said, quote, I was doing a lot of drinking, and a lot was on my mind, from my kids to my grandpa's death. I am getting myself together so I can get my kids back before they go to the foster care system, end quote. Okay. Uh, The judge, who was a known hard-ass, seemed to take pity on Dakota. Their recommended sentence for this type of crime is usually six months, but he only gave him half that. Here's a quote from prosecutor Neil Brady. He says, Smith usually gives the full sentences. If Judge Smith doesn't believe he deserved the full six months, then he didn't deserve the full six months. End quote. Right on. But let's not get carried away here. Dakota still got a pretty stiff punishment. He had to serve the three months in jail, as we already know, but he also received five years of probation and has to pay Taco Bell a whopping 
$52,392 in restitution. Like I said, I wish they gave more detail on the damage he caused in that building, because 50 Gs is a lot of coin, baby. Oh, and I forgot to mention, during his probationary period, Dakota also has to agree to get his GED, get help for his drug and alcohol issues, and work a job at least 30 hours a week. Those aren't really punishments, those are steps to help make him a more responsible person, and hopefully if he takes them seriously, he can still be a positive influence in his children's lives. The positive influence that he, unfortunately, never had. I gotta tell you about Factor, everybody. Factor is awesome. And they make eating better easy with their delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Do you like to save time? Of course you do. With Factor, every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and ready to go in just two minutes. There's no prep and no mess. The meals are ready to heat and eat. So there's no cooking or cleanup necessary, which is great if you're a person like me who is always on the go. Eating fast food is fun, but let's face it, it's usually greasy and has become quite expensive. We've done the math, the numbers are in, and Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious, so you can feel good about your choices. So what are you waiting for, Illegalites? Head to factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal fifty and use code excuse me that's illegal fifty to get fifty percent off. That's code excuse me that's illegal fifty at factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal fifty to get fifty percent off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go to the gym? Go for a run? Read a book? Take a nap? I'd probably take a nap. Yeah, definitely take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? And therapy can help you find what matters most to you, so you can do more of it. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sounds good, don't it? Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Here's what you got to do. Visit BetterHelp.com slash excuse me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash excuse me. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. On that sad note, let's move on to our second adventure, which takes place in beautiful San Pedro, California. San Pedro is, well, let's get a description from Wikipedia, a trusty, reliable source that has never steered me wrong. San Pedro is a neighborhood located within the South Bay and Harbor region of the city of Los Angeles, California, United States. Formerly a separate city, it consolidated with Los Angeles in 1909. Cool. And we're about to attend a strange Christmas party at a Taco Bell. But first, we gotta get familiar with this location. You know, the one on 1031 South Gaffey Street. 
in San Pedro. And <laughs> and we're going to do it the only way we know how, with reviews from the people. This place has a 3.8 star average from 717 Google reviews. Let's start with a positive five stars from Melissa. Six months ago, she says, I typically don't eat Taco Bell because it just doesn't agree with me. But on this day, I'm so glad I did. They have a new Chili Verde Steak Burrito. Oh my lord in heaven above. It is hands down one of the best things I have ever eaten. The burrito has perfectly seasoned meat, rice, nacho fries, that's in all capitals, and a Chili Verde sauce that is spicy peppery tart. It's amazing. All of this is wrapped in a warm flour tortilla. If you haven't tried it yet, you better try it before it's gone. I believe it's a limited time item. Okay, she definitely works for this store. Either way, she's still got me drooling over here. Next, we have Jason with a one star from three months ago. He says, just wow. I don't like to be overly critical, but this Taco Bell consistently gets the order wrong. This one I just ordered maybe 15 minutes ago in the drive-thru was a crunch wrap supreme, no tomatoes, two crunchy tacos, and two bean and cheese burritos. I get a crunch wrap with a bunch of tomatoes and no tostada inside. I get no burritos and four broken tacos. What the heck, guys? Never coming again and telling others to also stop going by. There is no excuse. I agree, Jason. No excuse. But hey, maybe the staff was hung over that day because they do like to party. <laughs> Let's get into this story because it's interesting. And while it happened in 2022, the aftermath is still playing out. So the date is December 18th, 2022. There is a Christmas party for the Taco Bell employees, and this one is actually taking place in the restaurant, unlike the last one. Most of the info about this Christmas party comes from a lawsuit which is being filed by a former employee, a cashier named Elena. And like I said, this is ongoing. She filed the lawsuit just last month in November of 2023. This all started off innocent enough. Elena showed up to this work party, which was a potluck. Employees were told to bring food from home. And you know how these work. Elena brought in a bowl of her delicious homemade guacamole. Mm -mm -mm. By the way, a potluck in a Taco Bell restaurant? Hey, Taco Bell, could you be any cheaper? You got access to all that food right there, but you're making people bring it in. Unreal. Elena attended this party with her sister and her sister's partner. And when they walk in, things seem sleazy from the get-go. As Elena's supervisor, Lydia Ruiz, or who is, I think? Lydia who is. Lydia who is running the show here. <laughs> she covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper and also covered the cameras for the lobby on the inside of the restaurant. Which, why would you do that? Unless some um, shady shit was about to go down. Lydia also provided the alcohol for this event, and there was a lot of it. People were already wasted when Elena showed up, but everyone seemed to be having a good time. Nothing too strange to speak of yet. Elena goes outside. She's mingling with some co-workers out there. And it's around midnight when she makes her way back into the restaurant. And when she does, she is shocked by what she sees. Right there in the middle of the restaurant, with an audience, one of her co-workers, well, he's having sex with his wife. Yeah, they're making love right there. And he's got her bent over. <laughs> Very romantic. And the wife is actually making out with Lydia, the manager, and another employee. You know, while he's got her bent over there. <laughs> uh, so things are really getting hot. 
Elena is actually repulsed by this sexy display, and she runs back outside. This is not the kind of party she signed up for. She decides to call it a night and leave early, but first she has to grab her guacamole bowl. So reluctantly, she goes back into the party to get it. And she sees two employees barfing. Not sure if it was because they overdrank or because what they just witnessed. One of the employees was blowing chunks right into the guacamole bowl, unfortunately. Elena complains to supervisor Lydia about this and doesn't get the response she was expecting. Lydia threatens to beat her up. Wow, not a professional party at all here. Elena reports all this stuff to Human Resources a couple days later and the franchisee who owns this joint. And Lydia, the sexy supervisor, and the dude who was porking his wife, and some other employee were fired. But that's not the end of it, folks. Apparently those workers were well-liked, and I can see why. They seem like a good time. Some retaliation starts happening. Elena receives threats from her co-workers. And not just with words. The back left window of Elena's car was smashed open. And this was while it was parked in her driveway. Scary stuff. Elena also received some angry messages. One from a female co-worker, which read, Baby girl, I want to break your face. I don't give a fuck about your car. And one from a male co-worker. He called her stupid and fucked up. A hoe and a slut. Not very nice. She reported all this to her superiors, and they seemed to want to just brush it under the rug. They offered to transfer Elena to a different location instead of punishing the perpetrators. It got to the point that Elena said she, quote, felt so overcome with significant stress, physical and mental illness, and anxiety from the hostile work environment that she had no other choice but to quit. Can't say I blame her. Another quote from the complaint she filed said, she has suffered actual, consequential, and incidental financial losses, and that her constructive termination violated anti-discrimination laws. Wow, Elena knows all those keywords, doesn't she? And she has a real case here, and I think she'll probably win it, as long as she doesn't get too greedy. They haven't stated how much financial compensation she's seeking. A Taco Bell spokesperson, I always love these, well, they said, while we don't own or manage this location, the franchisee who owns and operates this restaurant has shared that they take these claims very seriously. And yeah, that's a pretty typical response. And I'm sure the franchisee is taking it very seriously now that they're getting sued. Too bad they didn't take it more seriously beforehand. I'm kind of torn on this whole thing. I feel bad for Elena with all the threats she was receiving afterwards. The broken car window. That sucks. As for the party and stuff, I mean, it just sounds like people were having a good time and it got a little out of hand. That's cool if it's not her scene, but she could have just laughed it off. She saw some people banging and got some barf in her guacamole bowl. No biggie. I checked out the Daily Mail comment section and it's split down the middle basically. Some people feel bad for Elena. Others are telling her to get over it. Keith says, Next time you wonder why your office Christmas party is so lame, you can blame people like Elena. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying. What else we got here? At least this isn't Yahoo, says, Sounds like fun. This bitch is a prude. And we'll end it with my favorite comment from Hobbling Cat. They say, Tacos? We're definitely getting stuffed that night. Ain't that the truth? And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 121. Jingle Taco Bells. Love it. 
And I threw some potty humor in the beginning of that episode. Immature, I know, but likely nothing compared to the year-end episode, which is coming up. And it is always a literal shit show. A show about shit. All right, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. This confession comes in from a listener named Mark. And he says, hey, Leroy, big fan of the show. I often find myself laughing out loud while listening. The wife thinks I'm crazy. She doesn't listen to podcasts, so unfortunately I can't recruit her as a listener to your show, even though I've tried. That's actually not true, Mark. If she has a cell phone, you can just subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever app comes with it, and she'll be downloading every episode without even knowing it. Think about it. Anyway, Mark goes on to say, I never thought I had a confession to contribute to your podcast until yesterday, when something strange happened. I buy a lot of stuff from Amazon, especially around Christmas. It's constantly getting delivered to my door. Never had a problem until I recently fell victim to a porch pirate. Porch pirates are people who steal your shit right off the front porch. It wasn't really a big deal. Just a $20 gift for one of my kids. I don't even remember what it was. The funny thing is, it was recorded off my ring doorbell camera. And I think I know who did it. This guy Greg from down the street. He's a neighbor I talk to from time to time. Good guy. Or so I thought. He was wearing a hood, didn't see his face, but he has a strange walk where he drags his back foot a little bit. I'm 90% sure it was him. My wife thinks I should confront him. I think I should just let it go. Curious, what do you think? Love the show. Please don't ever stop. Okay, thanks Mark. And yeah, I am on your side here. Guess your wife isn't going to like me if she hears this. I just don't deal well with confrontation. I wouldn't even know how to approach the subject with this guy. Plus, you're not 100% sure it was even him. So if it wasn't, that's really awkward. It's him, though, isn't it? I can tell it's Greg. Even if you can't see someone's face, we all have different walks, mannerisms. If you think it's him, it totally is. But I'd just let it go. But definitely keep an eye on that dude. I'm not sure how close you two are, but don't be inviting him over to the house anytime soon. I love that. Thanks for reaching out, Mark. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. If you have a petty crime confession or a strange and interesting story, hit me up. And like my boy Mark here, you too could have your story played on the air. Join the Patreon. Give me your Christmas bonus on PayPal. Check me out on TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, my friends. But most importantly, have a safe and happy holiday, you filthy animals. Peace. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.